Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Page Dow Show, episode number 20. Let's take a listen. All right. Well, we have a very special show for you today, Page Dow. Um, we are joined by uh, it's, it's me, uh, CD Vagabond, me, Epic Dylan, uh, CD Vagabond, and Rihanna Morgan. Uh, but we also have um, Indefatigable today, who is the rock star developer who has recently uh, pu- pushed the, uh, the new version of the PageStyle NFT book Minter to Testnet. Um, so, so it is a very, very exciting and, and special day for us here at the PageDAO and for us here on the PageDAO show. If you're tuning in for the first time, uh, I've, I've been part of the Page Dow show for, I don't know, I, I guess we've been doing something along this line for about a year or so. Uh, we've probably been doing the actual branded Page Dow show for, I, I think, 17 or 18, maybe, maybe 20 episodes. Um, so, so it's been a, a good little bit, and we're kind of getting a sense for, uh, for, for what all is, uh, is going over well and what, what people like. And, and you know, it's, it's just a lot of fun to... Uh, be building something as uh, dynamic and resilient as the page DAO in the company of all these smart people from around the world. Uh, so, so that's my quick little introduction. Uh, do, you, do you want to take it next, Rihanna? I do. I do. Hello, everyone. I'm Rihanna Morgan. I am a member of the page DAO. I am senior editor of Vagabond Magazine. I am the creator of the Roving with Rihanna show, The Craft of Writing. I am a Web3 author. I'm the author of the Seven Love Stories Literary NFT Collection. We're having an open house on Friday so at Spatial. So please come visit. Please come pop in. There will be giveaways during the day. And I am so excited. I can hardly stand myself. I, I am just over the moon about all the wonderful things that are happening. So yay, yay, CD, you take it away. Hey, hey, everybody. I am C.D. Domitio. I am a monkey, but, you know, I guess we could say I'm a genius fire-making monkey because somehow I've managed to uh, <laughs> become a genius fire-making monkey. That's, that's about it. That's, that's my big claim to fame. Uh, but among all of us, we're all some pretty smart apes. Cryptoversal, I don't know if you know, but your camera's on. I just want to point that out. Uh, hi. And uh, also... Uh, yeah, that's it. So I, I write, I publish Vagabond Magazine, uh, founded, founded that thing. I'm a big fan of PageDAO and everything that we're doing here. And my hope is that this Write3 community that we're building uh, goes places that none of us can even imagine. So that's what I'm doing here. Aloha. Awesome. Well, yeah, I, I, think it, I think it is well on its way to doing that. I'm so excited for it, too. Uh, Robbie, would you care to just go ahead and jump on and introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. Hi, I'm Robbie Indy, uh, and uh, I'm a PageDAO dev and co-founder. Um, I don't often get to make it to these meetings, so it's so cool to be on the show. I'm just excited. Um, and massive shout out to all the people who are diving in and who have like tested our features over the last year and were like, struggling, pumping it out to get the new stuff out. So I'm just excited to be here with everybody. Well, fantastic. I, I think we should probably uh, spend a little bit of time talking about the new mentor and who better to do uh, kind of lead us through uh, some, some of the thinking that went into that and some of the capabilities it has than uh, an indefatigable himself. Um, but for the listeners at home, you might not be able to see the screen. We, we actually have a, a handful of, um, of folks from the page who have come out today. Um, so, so everybody is kind of on stage and, and this may be a more free flowing show than, than we're really used to here in the discord, but I'm all about seeing how it goes. Uh, th- 
I guess this is a good time. I'm not going to, like, belabor anything, and I'm also not going to wax poetic about anything, but uh, welcome Ed Carpenter, who's unmuted. I love background sounds. Um, okay, uh, last year we launched The Mentor that everyone has seen and grew to love and hate, and uh, so much feedback came back, and in addition to people experimenting on other platforms and seeing how we wanted to organize the thing. So the, one of the main pain points that came up was the fact that all of our books that were minted on README were minted on a contract that was deployed by me. OpenSea says I'm the owner, even though I'm not the owner of your beautiful tokens. Uh, and uh, over the last year in Web3, we've seen that uh, creators have been taking control over their, their base contracts. So the OpenSea, uh, Open Mentor contract, no, those are all devalued. Um, we saw the Rarible contracts kind of go down in value as well. And we saw an increase of independently deployed contracts like uh, those made on Manifold and uh, other third-party tools. Uh, and so, like, we we headed into this uh, latest dev round, mostly responding to um, CD and Cryptoversal's needs. I mean, they're full-fledged publishers in their own right. CD has a cadre of writers who write for Vagabond Magazine. And, and what I imagined in my many conversations with CD where he was talking about the requirements was um, being able to spin up a version of uh everything we have and have it all be controlled by the publisher themselves and uh a couple months ago i told cd i was like uh i really want to do it but hell no i don't have time and cd didn't tell me to go fuck myself but it was it was it was a frustration that i understood i'm, I'm, I'm just trying to antagonize him to unmute um but anyway okay. Robbie, wait, wait a minute did it did it come across that i did tell you to go fuck yourself because that's what i'm picking up here but, was but i was like, trying yeah I, I was trying really hard to to not say fuck go fuck yourself but um yeah i'd never i'd never say that go fuck yourself yeah yeah it would be more poetic but anyway the the, the cool thing was that like we we didn't forget our users and like I mean, just to be real blunt, when we set out to create PageDAO, uh, the people we want to serve are just like the people who are in this room. And, you know, I'm a singular dev. We don't have lots of money to pay other people to do the thing. So I can envision and, like, storyboard and diagram all I want. But if we don't have um, other people to, to do it, I guess I'd have to spend my days and nights. And Dylan is with me on most of those nights. Uh, hey, you want to meet up, buddy? Is what he says. And then we'll like screen share and hack away at some things. Uh, so anyway, that was a longer preamble than I wanted. But the main pain point of of using external contracts, we've kind of revamped that. We're using a platform called Mintplex, which I, I have a bunch of other creators that um use that we're probably going to open it up to use manifold contracts and maybe in the future to use uh any contract each contract style even if it supports the um the two main token standards 721a and 1155 it's still there are still nuances to operating with them all and there have been so many innovations that picking one was sensible the advantage to using the mintplex contracts is i should have put notes down before i started blabbing but uh, the advantage to using the mintplex contracts is, there is that there's a whole dashboard that you can go in and you can set uh properties on for the contract some of this was in a document that i re released a couple of uh, months ago with the plan um but it gives the creator ultimate control over when minting starts when minting stops uh who has access to uh the contract where royalties go how it happens all that stuff is now in the creator's hands uh, and there's a platform called Bonfire, which is an easy front-end, uh, no-code creation tool that allows you to kind of make a web page that's pretty sleek-looking, 
Web3 enabled out the box and you can drop in content uh, in various forms and it doesn't cost anything. So I'm I'm a big fan of no cost solutions. So with Bonfire, you can import your contract that you've created with Mimplex and uh, you can do open minting for your tokens. You can uh, include gated extra content if you want. And the features are astounding. All of that is outside of the purview of PageDAO. The interesting and cool thing is that our beta version of the Minter mints to a Mintplex contract that the creator or publisher would own. I'm inserting a miniature CD and a miniature uh, Cryptoversal into this spot. Um, and the whole setup would include the contracts that you can modify through Mintplex, the front-end Minter that we've created that we're testing actively right now. Uh, it includes the back-end for our Minter, which does the actual make the thing uh, a book. Um, and there's some new features coming out with that, too. And then there's the uh, marketplace that we <laughs> have launched using ThirdWeb, which is a, an open source provider of marketplace contract uh, code uh, and a dashboard to manage your marketplace. Uh, you can set up your marketplace as a publisher to allow anyone to list there or just the creator or just a specific address which is really, really, really handy. Um, you can set up your marketplace to do all kinds of cool things. And it's got a fairly decent front end that we haven't really tweaked tremendously, but it shows cards and listings. We'll probably be doing some upgrades to the bare bones marketplace. So the cool, super awesome thing, at, when we're done with all this testing, and I know there's glitches because literally it just got released. Uh, thank you, everybody who's testing. But the, the cool, super awesome thing is that by the end of this, uh, creators who are working with us to get these uh, forked and rolled out will have a front-end minter that's gated um, based on a token that they control. Uh, so that if you, if you had like a a token you wanted to release for all the co collaborators on your magazine or a poets collective or whatever you could mint them a token and they are now allowed to mint onto your contract using our minter um and then the whole flow could be really interesting and the tools are really wide open so i expect that there will be unforeseen combinations of these tools and interfaces to create a things i can't even imagine um and also probably break things so three cheers for testnet users there's a fifty thousand page pool prize going to people who participate in the testnet and i've never felt more positive about the token i know i'm not allowed to say too much more than that as as someone who helped launch it but um I don't think it'd be a waste of time. All right, that's the end of my updates. And I'm so proud and happy to be here with all of you all and just share this. I don't even know if I made sense. Oh, it made perfect sense to me. Um, and I'm on cloud nine right there with you, buddy. But um, okay, this this seems like a good time uh, for you know the folks listening at home to go ahead and kind of introduce some of the other folks who have joined us. Um, these are all official PageDown members. We have Odd Writings, we have Cryptoversal Books, we have Edward Carpenter, and we have Ricky Goldberg. Um, and and so so I, I think that maybe the thing to do is kind of kind of open it up to some questions and just kind of see where the conversation goes. Okay, I'm going to jump in here. First thing I want to say is, Robbie, when we talked before, I have to tell you, I was frustrated, but in no way was I frustrated with you because I understand creating things for free and giving your time without getting compensated for it is a bummer, man. And for all of us out there who are working in this space to build in this space, most of us are doing it without a paycheck or without any sort of compensation coming, but just for the, the love of it. So much, much, much appreciation to you, to Dylan, to Riona, to Cryptoversal, to, to Edward Carpenter, to Odd Writings, to um, Rika, I, I don't know you, but I'm sure you're in the same boat. So all of us that are working for this space and for each other, we all deserve a big pat on the back. Um, if this was an IRL thing, I'd say we could all just do like one of those like 
you know, pat on the back circle things, but it's not so virtually. It is. Um, you can do it in the uh, it in the is, chat. Is, oh, um, can anybody hear anything? Who's, who's I, can. I, I, I can. Hear. I, I can hear. I can. Yeah, I see, he was getting well. a little choppy. So, so, um, is there a way to raise your hand on this, like there is on Twitter Spaces, or, or do we just kind of start talking? I think for the most part, we all just kind of jump in. Uh, but maybe in the let's see, I've got requests to speak here, but I think that's for like people that want to come up on the stage. So, so maybe there could be like a like a rule, like I don't know, if somebody else is talking and you have a question you want to ask when they're done, uh, maybe just drop that in the chat, um, and that'll kind of like let everybody have like the cue that so somebody has something to say. Why don't we why don't we take Ed Ed Carpenter's question? We'll try out this new method. That was really good. That was really good hand raised emoji, by the way. And we'll come back uh, to that, that wasn't a question. That was just suggesting we, we could use it. I I kind of um don't do a lot of Discord chats and I was noticing that, that yeah, we didn't seem to have sort of the, the instant emojis, uh, but when I saw the chat, I'm like, well, I guess we could do it in there. The brain trust on this call is amazing. Um, Innovation station, baby. All right. I'm hanging out waiting for questions. I got like another 10, 15 minutes before I got to do a thing, but I'll be here for a little while. Yeah. Just to kind of, uh, kind of let everybody know what we're thinking in terms of, uh, questions and whatnot. I, I think just, you know, anything in terms of, of, uh, you know, does the new mentor support this? Does it do that? You know, uh, what is it maybe is a question that's on your mind, uh, Let's let it happen. First of all, thanks for having me on. This is the first Shao call that I've been on. Um, I do a lot of things in the DAO space. One of the things that I do is I'm a writer, and I'm currently working on project um, to write in an anthology of short stories about DAOs. I've written a couple of them. And the next one that I'm writing, I really want to do something that's more interesting. And so that's how I came across PageDAO. And my question is, what is the value of using PageDAO to write this next story? Go for it. No, Dylan, you can totally go ahead. But I I will just say, um, to clarify... I would look at PageDAO's tools as as twofold. One is the technology piece. We have one of very few open ways to get an interactive NFT book onto marketplaces. Uh, so that's like in and of itself a very cool thing. It's a you open the token. It's not a static image. You can flip the pages. You can zoom in. You can do all kinds of cool things. Um, second of all. Uh, our community is really strong, so there's like a lot of writers who would read your work, offer feedback, give props, um, and share, most importantly. I, I think those are the two main factors that would make um, releasing it on PageDAO really kind of a cool thing. Uh, the other thing is that, uh, and I think this will be our, our future main advantage over um, competitors, is that when you release a book, if you adopt the new framework, then you own all of the contracts and all of the um, resulting, you have control over all the NFTs that you create uh, at every level. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And and to, to jump in here, I just want to say thanks for joining us, Rika. It's nice meeting you. Um, but, but also... Um, you know, th- things like Dark Block, who, who we, we spoke with uh, last week, um, where, where there is an issue because the, the, the contract right now with ReadMe is there, there's just one. And then so best case scenario, somebody wants to add something to their asset via Dark Block and then the multi-sig has to sign off on that. So, so that's a pretty big hurdle to being able to adopt things because... You know, it's it's just more bureaucracy. It, it takes time, and it's it's difficult to coordinate everybody to to do what they need to do. Um, so, so to make it a little bit freer, you know, the, this next generation of uh, NFT book mentors is is going to have kind of project uh, specific contracts. 
of where the the circle of of influences is going to be smaller than, than what we're used to with just kind of the whole DAO being being involved. That was a great question. I hope we answered it a little bit. I hope so too. <laughs> is it okay to ask a question? Ask as a follow up. Please. Mm-hmm. Cool. How how do you see yourselves differentiating from, let's say, a platform like your? Well, first and foremost, the, the big differentiator right now is that the, we're gearing towards books and Mira is more like kind of geared towards blog posts. Um, also, Mira is on Ethereum mainnet, I believe. And I, I'm, I'm like kind of, uh, I don't know, when, when I was a kid and I was going to concerts all the time, I never liked to pay a cover charge if I could avoid it, you know, to, to get into the club. Um, and, and now it's kind of like the... The certain amount of gas uh, can be high. So somebody's telling me they've, ad- yeah, apparently they've added optimism. So, so that actually probably solves that problem. And maybe I need to go, uh, go, go, kind of circle back to mirror myself and and have a look. Um, but, but yeah, we're, we're more, we're more a- angled towards books, and they're they're more angled towards blogs. Awesome. I feel like Rika has like seventeen questions with like scribbled on a composition book with like the old. Uh reporter press thing in the in the hat um i dig it there's a hand from odd writings rico feel free to circle back or drop question in the chat um and ignore me making fun of your awesome questions um my deadpan i've noticed does not work as well in these spaces even though i try again to incorporate it odd writings hey okay so, uh, so I stuck my hand up in the chat. So, Rika, you know, if you have a whole bunch of questions, you know, use that use that chat thing and use the little hand. But, so, uh, yeah, I've been I've been on this on this uh, Discord server for quite a while, but uh, I I haven't checked in for a long time, um, and because there's so many different Discord servers, and I didn't actually buy my uh, my special you know DAO membership thing until yesterday. So that means that when I started to play with the mentor, the, the mentor earlier today, um, I didn't know what to compare it with because I didn't know what the previous one was like. Uh, so essentially, um, I guess I guess if I could just have, well, I guess you already gave a, a rundown between the differences between this new version of the mentor and the, and the previous one. So. Uh, I didn't really have an actual question. I just wanted to reveal my level of ignorance, and so that everyone knows kind of what uh, what stage I'm at within the uh, page DAO world. And celebrate it, yay! Um, that's super cool. Uh, I love that. Uh, so many of these ideas, even the idea of having a membership card in the first place, would formed by the DAO in the early days of the DAO, and it's just really cool every time um, we get to use it for something like a drop or something, some kind of thing like that. Um, now I'm feeling like a real OG type thing. But I will say that there are, there are a couple of very surface differences between the original Minter and the new Testnet version. Um, and uh, the main ones are... We added a licensing info uh, field very, very recently, <laughs> literally after we launched the testnet test. Um, licensing info goes into the metadata and it shows up on marketplaces. And that's really cool if you have something like that Cryptoversal has worked on really hard to make sure that IP is attached to the NFT itself. Um, there's another thing uh, called page limit, which is now going to be called preview page limit. Thanks, uh, CD, for your feedback. He's like, I don't know what page limit is. One of the uh, interesting features that people have requested is the ability to gate access to the entire book. Like, where is my incentive to purchase this thing if I have free and open access to it. I know that was a hurdle for many authors. Um, our original readme publishes the full contents of the book on chain so anyone can see it. And our new version, you can include a couple of preview pages, You're, as many as you want. You could include all of them if you want, or one of them if you want. They just get the cover or something um, when you mint your NFT, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, 
and then there's a couple of other features. Uh, the original Minter would mint the, the entire supply to the creator's wallet. And so if I wanted a thousand books, there's a thousand books sitting out there like digital Tupperware clogging up my living room. Um, and now you can pre-mint a specified amount to yourself. It creates one token as like the template for that token and allows for a sort of mint on demand. So the supply will be set by the minters who go to your mint page, theoretically created with something like Bonfire. Um, and that allows for a, a sort of new paradigm, very similar to what we see on soul type uh, with like uh, E.R. Donaldson's awesome drop there. So people can create these drop pages and you have the control now to set like the duration of your drop on your contract. Um, so you can have an open window where it's like, go ahead, open mint as long, you know, as many people as get this in the first week, get it. And then after that, you can issue more to yourself and sell them on, on our marketplace, on your own marketplace or, or any other marketplace. Or you can close it off for good and seal the supply, which is all of that. It just puts a lot more power in in the uh, thing. And I guess the final thing is um, when you do that pre-minting, you can choose to add the book to the marketplace that you, you've created, or you can choose to just hold the tokens if you've pre-minted tokens to yourself. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's there. There's subtle differences. The interface looks pretty much the same, but under the hood, there's a lot of new potential features. Yeah, I feel, I feel like this is definitely like a like a an in depth, uh, very 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 powerful uh, tool that we have. That's not really like the original tool that much in the first place, just because Robbie's done such an excellent job of really thinking of everything and building so many different uh rails into this thing i i do see we have a hand up from cryptoversal books um so so sir uh if you would like to jump on the microphone and and put your question out there uh feel free to jump on it Christian, first of all this is this is so amazing um uh, robbie you, it, it's just beyond um any any level of expectation uh for for what this might be already um, and, and the potential for, you know, what it's going to be like as, as, as a development cycle goes on. Um, I was, I was just wondering, um, is, is dark block integrated into it or where, where, if you, if you limit the number of pages, where is the full version? Is it, is it, are they both in IPFS? Is it an R weave? Is one of them encrypted by dark block? That's a great question. So we're using poor man's uh, token gating. Um, it's a very loose security model. It, we could totally upgrade to do a dark block integrated version of the more secure model. This is more cosmetic uh, protection of the of the book. Um, we do have plans on integrating with dark block, and I think it would need to be. Um, thought out a little bit more in terms of like interface and experience uh so we're just starting that dev process we're talking maybe a couple of months before we have a, a work in progress uh for dark block integration uh with that said um you could mint uh the the full book is stored on ipfs the user will not have that direct link so it's uh security by obscurity um the uh, a dedicated user could absolutely find it um well here, here's the question so if i minted a sample version and then if i had access to the contract so that i could go to the dark block site and then attach the full version myself via dark block would that would that be possible that would absolutely be possible that would be the most incredible thing <laughs> thank you 
Yeah, that's that's possible right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, do you want to uh, be the first to to try that out on testnet? I, b- I believe I was looking at Dark Block the other day, and I saw that they have a girly instance running. Huh. That that would be a fun test. Um, right right now, the the test mentor is minting into um, the university contract. Is that is that what it's doing, or it's? Yes. Um, so, so each each uh, instance of this mentor is going to have its own contract, a lot like README. Um, so, so for like you know your application, if we were looking at like a cryptoversal one, you know it would be basically one contract, uh, and you could do things that that the owner of the contract can do because you know it's it's not like we're owning the contract as a DAO. It's it's like you know it's the cryptoversal contract, right? Um, so, so f- just as a shout out to our good friends at NFT University Press, uh, there there's some bits of uh, the, the test uh, code that, that are branded you know, NFT University Press, um, and we're doing that to give them a little bit of press. Um, I'm hoping to be able to get them on, you know, some shows and and to come in into the ecosystem and and meet with us. Uh, I, I think they already have a membership, so so that's pretty cool. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more about them and what they're doing as well. Well, I'm super stoked and I'm super grateful for all of you hacking away at Testnet. We already fixed like four or five bugs and got some feedback on some other things that we've put in the chain. So I, we're using the uh, the dev chat in our Discord server to kind of log the process. It's so much fun getting, you know, I it actually is an emotional feeling when somebody has a problem. Like I feel like my kid is on a tricycle and ran over the neighbor's dog's tail like that feeling like oh my god why is this software not doing what it's supposed to and the only one to blame is me so there is absolutely an emotional thing but it is even better when it's like oh my kid's no longer on a tricycle he's on two wheels or they're on two wheels and yeah I don't know if that's necessary to explain my emotional internality to this wonderful gathering of minds. Um, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way, sir. Yeah, it's something akin to the deadpan. Yeah, the let's, deadpan. See, let's see. Let's see if we can set that up. Um, I can definitely add you as an administrator to the contract um, using the wonderful Mintplex interface. Um, and then that would allow you to do admin-y things, I think. Um, there, we'll get that set up, definitely. All right, I'm going to have to bounce in like two or three minutes, but um, if there are any more questions uh, in the next couple seconds, I'm half it. Thank, thank you, CD. Thank you. I'm so glad you're laughing at the dead, the dead band <laughs> because the silence is heartbreaking. All right. Awesome. Woo. I mean, if we were all off mute, I'm pretty sure the whole room would just be dying. But the thing is, nobody wants to unmute just to laugh into the microphone on their device from, you know, wherever they happen to be phoning in from around the world here. I I will. I will. I just want to say much love, Indy. Much love. Much love. Oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. Thank you so much for all your late nights and care and connection and working hard and Ah, so exciting. <laughs> I can't believe I had to work all day. <laughs> I really want to go test this out. I'll do the, I'll, I'll give you the, the poet's way of clapping. <laughs> snap, snap. <laughs> We've activated the humor. In this, in this, <laughs> so it is fully activated. Yes. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap back snap, at snap. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i just want to see odd writings do that poet clapping in the chat actually find a way to do it in the chat oh my goodness soon soon we'll upgrade to gifts apparently we we, we haven't dropped gifts in here but they're coming ah, I can tell. Funny, funny, all right funny. i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna slide out but thank you all um and enjoy the rest of the space thank you everybody for coming bye robbie oh my god I'm so excited, you guys. There, there just aren't words. This is probably like one of the most internally anticipated uh, developments that's uh, that's happened at all for for the page style uh, up, up to this point. So, so 
Yeah, I mean, it, to, to me, it just is absolutely mind-boggling to to think that, that here we are and, and here is the starting of, of the test and, and here is uh, here is the road to, to Maine that just, just laid right out before us. Um, I, I do want to kind of kick it back to my co-hosts and, and just, you know, give you guys a chance to uh, to jump in and, and just, you know, synopsize things, mention ideas. You know, I'll, I'll try my best to answer questions. I'm, I'm not as good at it as Robbie is, of course, but uh, but, but I'll try if, if you guys want to do a little bit more Q&A or something. I can jump in. I have a question really quick. So I was taking notes on what Robbie was saying, and he got to the manifold piece. And so I'm I'm curious about that. Can you review that? Because I was just like writing out things that he was saying that could possibly be integrated or can already be integrated or however, however that works. Is that something you can speak to, Dylan, or do I need to ask him? Um, I, I can try. Uh, okay. There's a chance that, that my explanation won't be very high quality, but but I, I, I'm willing to give it a shot. Let, let's go for it. <laughs> let's go for it. Let's go for it. Okay, so is it? Go ahead. No, no, you go. Sorry. No, so so formulating my question is the is there an ability to like say we someone mints something on manifold and they want to how would that look? What would that look like? That connection to then, um, what are we calling this new feat? This new is it readme two point Like is that what we're calling it or what are we calling it? Um, yeah, let's, I, I don't know exactly. I, I think it's going to have many different names. I've, I've been calling it uh, PageDAO NFT Mentor 2.0 um, because README was like one specific contract. It was one specific collection. And, and okay. here uh, we're, we're going to have multiples. And, and so I believe the way that Manifold could be integrated is that, that it would be kind of a drag and drop type of thing where, you know, instead of using uh, the Mintplex contract, uh, when you know we we did it because there's actual development work that has to happen uh to spin up each new unit right so so when 3.0 formerly called 2.0 uh releases you know th- this will be a little bit more plug and play a little bit more automatic um the, the way that these things are going to get created right now is probably people are going to talk to me and I'm going to you know kind of kind of grunt it out um, by asking Robbie many questions every time I get confused about something and trying to do as much of the work as I can myself. Um, and, you know, just, just trying to learn along the way. But, but I believe that the way that it would work is that during that step where, where some, you know, physical human is physically creating the thing, they, they would just use the, the manifold contract instead of uh, the mintplex contract. Oh, okay. So I think I understand. So the... The manifold contract would become like the foundational contract for work going forward. Uh, yes, like yeah, okay. for, for a specific project. And in a similar vein, um, each, each application that's created using this kind of central technology that we're testnetting right now is going to go to its own specific EVM capable blockchain. Uh, so, like you know, my uh, serious philosophy instance might be on you know, Polygon or Optimism or Arbitrum, but not all three. NFT University Press, I believe, wants to be on Ethereum mainnet. Uh, so they'll they'll be there, but not Optimism. Uh, and, and it's just that single uh, chain that can be supported by this application still. So it's, it's not that different from README. It's just many Readmes. <laughs> okay, so then now I have a follow-up question. Am I jumping on anybody's toes here? We, if I am, just jump right in. But, um, and so then what you said was that your, your philosophy book is going to be minted, but then available on Polygon. Yes? Well, um, so, so I actually have a magazine on Medium called Series Philosophy that I've been meaning to bring on chain for like so long. I think like two years ago, I wrote something okay. about Series Philosophy. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And so, but then that's its trajectory, right? You're going to mint that. That's going to be available on Polygon, but it's not going to be available on these other chains. Is that... I'm going to have to make one. I haven't chosen yet, but it might be Polygon or Arbitrum or Optimism or something. 
Okay. Okay. So does it give you, does this 2.0 give you the opportunity to mint on several different places? Like, would you have to mint and then it goes one place or could you mint and it goes several places? Like, could it spiderweb? Ooh. So, so from what I understand, I believe 3.0 is the one that it, it's going to make it less um, relevant, which chain you're starting on. Um, but I don't see any reason that with 2.0, you couldn't, you know, set up multiple of these and, and have, you know, different chains. I, I'm not sure exactly how the, the front end of the application would keep all of those different blockchains together. So, so for right now, the only thing we're doing is, is just picking one, you know, and it could be whichever one you want, uh, but, but it's only one at a time for now. Okay. Okay. Cause I know this is something that Edward's interested in. Yeah, I think I think uh, I was actually just playing with Manifold uh, yesterday, uh, and uh, I don't have anything actually created on Manifold, but I but I was they're they're also connected to the Gurley testnet, uh, however you pronounce that. I don't know if I said it right, uh, but uh, the my impression from that was that the, the, the you can only do stuff right there uh, and deploy it on mainnet, but right now I think it's a technical limitation. It depends on, you know, they might they may be limiting it due to technical concerns, but they may also be limiting it due the due to this idea that you you should only be on one blockchain, you know, which which you already we already kind of discussed it elsewhere. But uh uh I I my impression is that it's gonna be sort of a plug and play thing and that when uh when they ever do, if Manifold, for example, uh does support other chains. Um, that they'll they'll probably I know Rarible does that right now and on Rarible for example uh, in the help section uh, there's a little thing on there about well how do I how do I put the the same NFT onto different chains and they say in their help file that that they don't provide an easy way to do that but if you wanted to do it you could do it this way blah 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 so that makes me think that Rarible is okay with having the same book on different blockchains. But conceptually, that's a problem for for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, um, let me let me jump in here if that's okay because I, I have a little bit more detail. I guess I can I can throw on uh, from from kind of the gloss here that, that I'm getting. You're inspiring this. I, I, I think there's one core problem with EVM interoperability, which is that the contract address for, like, say, the page token on Ethereum mainnet is one thing. And on Polygon, you know, right now, this is a real world example. It's it's a totally different contract address. Now, I have seen uh, some, some of the big players, I, I think maybe Uniswap or, or maybe it was Balancer. Um, but one of these uh, DeFi applications has the same contract addresses across different EVM blockchains. And and so I, th I think that's one way of, you know, sort of solving this problem. But I do want to throw something else in, too, which is that um, if you choose the correct blockchain to mint to and, you you know, you get your, your mint taking place and, and you're managing to, uh, to to create your assets, you, even if you're just creating them on one chain, if, if the, the idea is that you as a writer want your you know, uh, audience not to be limited by the chain that you're on. I, I believe it's already possible to bridge NFTs from one EVM blockchain to another. I, I can look into that more and, and kind of come back with a, a technical answer on that if, if that's something you'd be interested in. Uh, Rihanna, Edward, um, Odd Writings. Yeah, I, I do know that there is that there is a way of doing it, but it costs money. You got to like actually burn it on one chain and then move it to another because they're they're trying to keep that thing about one you know that scarcity business. Uh, so I'm not sure if that's what you're talking about or not, but I, I know that there is that there is a way to uh, to uh, to bridge between chains. But yeah, it's not it's not for free. That's right. Um, so, so for example, Polygon right now, we, we have page tokens there and we have page tokens on Ethereum mainnet. And basically, you're right. There, there's like a multi-sig and you send your tokens to the multi-sig and then the Plasma Bridge replicates them by minting identical tokens on Polygon mainnet um, and saying nobody gets to move these other tokens around. They're, they're locked up. Um, and so, so the same uh, general principle should, I believe, also apply to NFTs. Um, but I haven't done it yet. Um, and my main bridging experience comes from like my, my Cosmos SDK days, you know, kind of going around and, and trying to figure out how all that stuff works. And, and it's different there. Um, but, you know, we don't we don't need to get into that for now. I, I believe um, 
Optimism and Arbitrum are, are the most likely places to go look for, for NFT bridging between uh, various different EVM compatible blockchains. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dylan. Hey, of course, of course. Edward, how are you, sir? Uh, good, good. I want to apologize to everybody for, for missing last week's, um, last week's uh, show. I was supposed to be here and uh, crossing time zones got, got a bit mixed up. Um, but I did, uh, you know, I have some, some questions, you know, it's one of the things I like about the space is that, uh, you can actually ask for, for what you see a need for. And, um, something I've talked about to to some other projects as well, uh, is a couple of things that I'm wondering if on the developmental side, you know, might be something you guys have already looked at, might be something to be worked in. Um, but one is certainly, you know, how does, a page DAO minted, you know, literary NFT. So let, let's say it's a, a book or a short story or a magazine or even a poem. You know, how does that appear when it's viewed either in a two-dimensional gallery like DECA or a more of a three-dimensional gallery like Open Metaverse or Spatial? Um, so that's uh, to me one of the the sort of the, the next generation technical questions is beyond you know reading it on your screen. And what will you be able to do? The other is about kind of bundling value. And so that's where I find that the ability to put um, unlockable content of some sort or at least um, linked content. So uh, audiobook, for example, is one way to explain sort of rationalized both to myself and the reader, like why buy my book as an NFT as opposed to buying on Amazon? Um, if you could. So, so I was wondering what, if anything, the plan was going ahead um, for PageDAO to address some of those things, whether you guys have been thinking about it already um, or whether it was still uh, back burner compared to some of the more the more pressing issues around the minting itself. Oh, sure. Um, well, for, first off, thanks for the question. And then um, I, I guess the best way to kind of get a sense for what it's going to look like is is to probably play with the test net for now or maybe to to view on OpenSea the readme books already because we're we're not changing anything fundamentally about uh you know the way that the um author uploads the cover and the way that that cover is you know shown uh you know kind of on like the listing page and then you can click onto that and get into the asset and and you know you have the interactive viewer uh, which is probably Robbie's biggest uh, innovation to date. Um, let's see. I, I feel like there was another prong to your your questioning thread, though, and and I wanted to just make sure that I that I got it all. Well, so actually, I do own um, several Page DAO minted products, even though I haven't minted myself, and I, I have attempted to display them in both um, Open Metaverse and in uh, Deca and Spatial. Um, spatial, I don't think they loaded. Uh, I think that was due to their kind of what what files they accept. Because I think that Neil Strauss's book didn't load either. I think spatial is more limited in what file types. Um, so that might be one kind of high level question to, to work out with some of the, the virtual spaces. Um, open metaverse, it did display, but I could not. I don't believe I was able to click through pages and on Deca you could actually click through the pages um, and I think I called that out in a, a Twitter post as being so I think for both the, the Transient Lab Strauss book and for the page DAO um, and the Time magazine the big differentiator between those and some of the others was that you could in fact interact with them um, whereas like I think the like book coins uh, Dr. Jekyll book they did with Rada you know no matter where I put that it just showed up as the JPEG. So the the state of the art is where it is right now. But what I'm hoping is in the future, the state of the art will allow people to actually interact in galleries with NFT books, which I think is what will set them apart from, because you could have like a beautiful cover. So objectively, you know, Moondust, who did the cover for one of mine, like she does high ETH artwork, but there's a difference between one of her, one of those paintings is just a painting on a wall and this one where, in theory, you should be able to you know, flip the painting over and see the first page and the second page. And so I'm just curious if that was something that was on you guys' radar yet. Oh, sure. Um, and, and yeah, you correctly surmised that it is uh, not yet like a super huge priority. 
Um, I, I do think that it's very important, though, to to start to figure out exactly what sorts of interactive file types are going to be, um, you know, kind of the, the ones to support. But because I, I think there are different sort of standards and, and that's why things will work in one place and not another at first. Um, but but that's definitely going to be probably a pretty central thread, you know, here moving forward into the metaverse. So, so good on you. Thanks for bringing that up. Absolutely. Um, Edward, do you, do you have any uh, any, any follow up, or, or did that pretty much answer your question? I guess. No, I think that that pretty much answers um, my question. I guess one of the things that that I would, uh, yeah, I think I think it's definitely a way that this project could stand out from others. And I think that's that's something that in the space is worth looking at. Is is what makes um, where do projects stand out, and also where do we start to sort of coalesce around um, what does a what does an NFT book look like, and where can I read it? And you know, I in a perfect world for me, I would be able to open my my Kindle app or or an, an e read some some sort of reader app and be able to read my book IO book, my page Dow book, my um, you know Creatokia book, all those things. So. Um, that's uh, and so that's another one of the kind of these are all the dev sort of questions that you don't usually get to ask because very rarely do you actually have devs in the room. So they're just ones I thought I'd throw out there. Um, there are definitely things I've been thinking about for for some time and writing about occasionally. But um, yeah, I think that. But I think that you answered the question very well. Oh, hey, well, thanks. Yeah, yeah the, the main stuff we've been focused on is kind of just getting that control of the contract to not be, you know, just the DAOs, you know, thing and, and having the whole apparatus tied to it. You know, it's way better to kind of break these off and, and you know, kind of start to to proliferate them through the metaverse a little bit. Um, the, the cool thing about it, though, is that I, I do believe that as uh, we move forward, we'll, we'll be able to, you know, get on a call with, you know, uh, with spatial and and talk to them about you know the 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 way that that works or or maybe go figure it out from their docs and and then I, I think that at some point uh there's maybe two conflicts and and maybe one is that there might be like a file type issue which would be us asking them to support what we've been doing um or it could be a situation where you know there there is like a technical reason on their end that they don't support that. Um, and in that case, it would be on us to to try to mess with it and, and kind of finagle it to the point where uh, we could do that. Um, and, and I do believe that, that with the, uh, the, the sh you know, kind of sharded uh, ownership of the contracts, we'll, we'll have, you know, many heads who can, you know, kind of get involved and say, OK, we need to, you know, take this book and we need to change the format and then we need to you know, upload that to IPFS and then attach that to this NFT so that there's a version of it that's that's on there that, that works uh, with this or that platform. Uh, so, so we're kind of, you know, it, it's kind of coming into view over the horizon. Uh, de definitely not quite front and center yet, but it, it is definitely coming up, a, coming up time to uh, start, start looking into those things. Oh, wow. Um, folks, we are down to about four or five minutes left of the show. Uh, so so it is it has been an absolute uh, ride on the lightning today. Uh, very, very, very quick show. I feel like it just flew by. Um, I, I don't know. Do, do we have like final thoughts? Uh, CD, Rihanna? I um, just want to say in, in the in the show with my my final piece is I am so excited for this. I'm so excited that the that the mentor that's coming um, that we get to test out um, will have the capabilities that were described and that, that, um, that it really feels like it's our contract, um, which I'm not certain exactly exists with other minting places. I don't know. I mean, I guess I need to look at like soul type and readle and things like that and be like, is the contract really my contract or is the contract their contract, but I get to use it? It sounds like, but this is our contract. And so that's an interesting um, piece. And then um, I'm I'm just so excited. I, I'm so excited about this new development. And I'm so excited about all of these new um, experiences that we get to have. And I'm super excited that we get to do it together um, with all of you. So thank you so much. I really, really am thrilled to be part of this i'm gonna second all of that um yeah absolutely uh, amazing developments 
really cool to see all of this coming together. Great to hear all of the like um, technical aspects of it and to hear all the questions that help to think about it better. Um, this is a really exciting time to be here. So thanks to everybody. Well, uh, yeah, th- thanks. Thanks to you too, too. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate the, the support you guys have, uh, have provided to me, like, you know, during the time we've been doing the show together and, and, you know, all of this just kind of blows my mind. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, I, I don't know. It's just the, the coolest thing in the world, uh, to me. And so, so I'm really, really happy to, you know, be here and be kind of a part of it all. And, you know, uh, what we're doing here is, is kind of off the beaten path, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're trying to build things that don't exist, um, before we start to try to build them. And then there's a lot to be considered and taken into account. And, and so, you know, I mean, if, if you're here on the call, obviously this applies to you. If you're listening to, uh, the show later at home and you have an idea that, that you just have to put in front of us, you know, by all means, you know, get at us on Twitter, uh, shoot us emails, come here to the discord and, and bring your ideas. Um, because building, you know, really cutting edge technology, I think just at the end of the day is the type of thing that it, it just takes a village, you know, it's kind of like raising a kid maybe in that regard. So, so, uh, you know, re- really happy to to have a big community of folks that are, that are interested in this and, and just thank you all so, so, so much for, for your support. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, uh, that's all there is to it. So much gratitude for everybody. Thank you. Yeah. I just want to say a big, big thank you to, I know Indy's gone, but um, you know, because I think there's a lot of us who are essentially, you know, artists or authors. So we're not the platform developers. And, and we obviously we wouldn't have a platform if it wasn't for the people who are actually you know, trying to, to make the technical stuff work. So I really appreciate everything that, that you guys are doing. I know you're you're both a writer and a publisher and uh, on the development side. So um, big props to all the coders out there. Yeah. Shout out to Robbie for sure. All right. Well, peace, love and whippy. <laughs> love and whippy you guys much love much love whippy thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was episode 20 of the page dow show hosted by epic dylan riona morgan and cd demacio recorded on tuesday february 21st 2023 for terraspaces.org thanks for listening and if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Yeah. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties These sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent how to turn profit, their future will always be in question. But, for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 Another day, another lesson, living in the eighth dimension, might be worth a little mention, living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel, reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal, just to make a motherfucker wish, Ah shit, now you only got two left, you know what I wish, we didn't have any loose ends, you know what I miss, listening to excuses, now we're on the fence, like we forgot how to choose, that's what happens when people don't know what's true in the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom in the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog like a fake mate and called at the zoo it's looking like the view is getting disappointed too i'm working on the new shit trying to produce it's what i'm willing to go through when i'm making my music